Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, the tastiest barbecue show on the radio. I am Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, the Barbecue doctor of the world. Um, <laughs> barbecue doctor of the world? Of the world. Good I, Lord. I, I, Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. It used to be the Midwest, <laughs> but we've expanded you to the world. And uh, by the way, have you saved any briskets lately? I'm, I'm constantly saving briskets and butts and ribs and chickens. That's just how good of a doctor he is. He saves them. Doesn't bring any to us, T-Bone, but he saves them. We'll just say I'm a general practice barbecue doctor. <laughs> I, I just Can you make a video of doing CPR on these things? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tried doing that to my ribs this past weekend, but it didn't work. <laughs> Nothing like mouth to mouth to, to ribs. I don't know. Anyway, mouth to ribs. Yeah, mouth I'm for to that. Ribs. <laughs> So on a more serious note, we have a wonderful guest coming up, Megan Day, and actually a returning guest to the Barbecue Radio Nation show. She is a pit master of Burnt Ends Barbecue, home of the Bacon Explosion and Smoky Kansas City. And you can check out her website at burntfingerbbq.com. Countless awards, including first place at the prestigious American Royal World Series of Barbecue. And she's been all over television. Uh, Dan, um, you've been on local television. Television. That's as far as you've gotten. That's but as, yeah, I, I don't need to be any more popular than that. <laughs> and, and it's been a while. What happened? It, well, no, well, you know, uh, that's a very good question. Actually, I would like to make fun of Dan in this, but with, with low, I can tell you budget cuts in the local economy. <laughs> they're not doing the local shows anymore. Yeah. They, they quit the local happy chat shows. Um, we're we're going to also talk about, you know, last week we talked about the explosion of barbecue in America for like the last 10 or 15 years, and mm -hmm. it's still just growing like crazy. Yes, it is. And to me, this ties in a little bit in raising your kids to learn how to barbecue. And I think this is part of the explosion is bringing up more generations of barbecuers. Well, I think just making it available to the kids, you know, I, we see a lot of it in barbecue competitions where most competitions anymore, they'll have an ancillary category for the kids. Oh, really? Did yeah, they, I didn't know it's that. the kids queue. That's, that's where my girls got started. Um, as a matter of fact, I bought my, uh, my oldest daughter, Grace, I, her first grill was a kindergarten uh, graduation present. <laughs> She got herself a little Traeger for uh, graduating from kindergarten. Only, wow. only in a barbecue family would that happen. Well, I, you, that, know? you know, you just have to be a big enough barbecue dork that that seems to work into the family plan. You have set the bar high. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what you're going to do for high school graduation. Would you really say that it's high or would you really say that it's low? You know, some, <laughs> it's low and slow. Low and slow. Low and slow. Some kids get a tricycle. Here's a grill, honey. Here's a Traeger grill, kid. By the way, we are we want to eat at six. So just whatever you get ready. You know, the, 
I'll tell you what the funny thing is shortly after I got it. Well, I wouldn't say shortly, but a couple months after she got it, she decided she wanted to sell pulled pork in the driveway <laughs> when we lived back in the old neighborhood. And she set it up and, and I was actually at work on a Sunday and she was out in the driveway cooking a pork butt. I got home and it was all gone. Kids are doing lemon oh st- lemonade stands. Yeah. Lemonade stands selling cookies. No. Yep. His kids doing pork butts pork in the butt. driveway. It was, it was the coolest thing ever. I was I, proud dad moment. Proud oh, dad do moment. you got a picture of that sign? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was that was taped to the table. I can just see it too. Sandwich is ten bucks. Somebody comes up, I'll give you eight, and the kid goes, No, we'll take twelve. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't try to undercut me on that. I know what I got here, man. I know what I got here. So uh yesterday, I'm a bachelor. You know, you've got three daughters and T Bone's got a son. I've got Nothing. Uh, two cats. <laughs> and so my my grocery shopping is usually on a Saturday night. Um, the last hour of the show's open and it's me and three other bachelors who are just wandering down the halls or the aisles, <laughs> just, you know, depressed and and try not to make eye contact. Try not to make eye contact. I was going to say, why don't you try to make friends? And looking for like, you know, the the um, the little bologna aisle and the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and so so yesterday, last night, I go to the store last hour they're open because there's hardly anybody there to get three items okay and you know how this is when you go in a store you say well i need three items and rather than write them down like i should no i'm just i I'll, i won't forget them i won't forget them and one of the ones is a staple bread so I'm doing my little thing and I start to go down the bread aisle and there's another, and I swear to God, lonely looking male person like me just staring at the bread like, I don't know what I'm supposed to buy. So, you know, with everything social distancing, I thought, okay, I'll give the guy some space and I'll just go around a couple aisles and then come back on the other direction. And I go about two aisles and then I'm like, squirrel! Ginger ale! So I'm off getting a little six pack of those cute little cans of ginger ale and my brain, because I didn't write this down, I forgot to get bread. Oh, I thought you were going to say you forgot to get bourbon. Because <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of ginger ale. Yeah, uh, Dan has a one-track mind when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, I'm pulling out of the parking lot when I went, oh, I forgot bread. Like, literally, I had three. I bought like 20 items, yeah. but I had three items on the list. So I stop at a national chain pharmacy, which will go unnamed. And the woman's stocking the shelves, and she was very nice. I said, hey, where do you carry your bread? Oh, we don't sell bread. I go, seriously? She goes, yeah, nobody bought it. Well, (laughs) of course nobody bought it. It's not on the shelves. How do you buy it when it's not on the shelves? So then I go to a national chain gas station, independently owned, and walked in there. Oh, no, sir, we don't carry bread. And so um, I have no bread. I know a place to get it. I want bread. <laughs> I need bread. You got to go back to the store. I just, it's bad being a bachelor. I, I need to have it all delivered at my home. So anyway, it's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix-it man, sponsored by our May Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, and unlike Dave's unexcellent trip to the grocery store, named best sauce on the planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest, which you can purchase, by the way, at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for our question? From Eugene James Casey in North Carolina. Dear Dr. Dan, here we go. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm controversy, listening. controversy. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. What's the best way to do ribs? Direct heat? Or low and slow. 
You're asking the guy who went down to Oklahoma and butchered some ribs? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he learned something you know, I, from that. I feel like I just got a knife stuck right in my Let back. Let me just say this, because I, I love to tease Dan. Dan is an excellent barbecuer, and I'm sure his ribs were way better than he claims. But I'm sorry, that, that was a softball down the okay. middle. I had, to, I had so, to swing at it. Uh, as soon as I make my way from getting my uh, knife pulled out of my back, I will answer the question. Out so, of your ribs. You know, honestly, uh, you know, it really depends on what cooker you're, you're wanting to use. So, like, for example, if I'm doing an offset smoker, I like to run them a little bit on the cooler side in the 250 range just because you get a better, I think, you you know, the lower and slower you go, the better your tenderness is going to be. That's what I was going to ask. Is a better tenderness? As, it, as it's holding. Right. And so, like, if you, you know, let's say you did a 300 degree direct heat rib, you're going to have to hold them for a little bit longer to get them to tender up on you, you know, for, so you'll cook them for two and a half hours, you hold them for an hour and they're ready to go. If you do a low and slow, you can literally go from the cooker to the cutting board in a matter of, you know, 15 minutes instead of having to hold them for an hour. So, you know, if I'm at the house and I've got a little time and I'm not in a huge rush, I'll do the the low and slow old school, you know, four and a half hour rib. But generally, you know, for uh, a lot of guys, they're cooking them really hot and fast at 300, 325 degrees and they're knocking them out in two and a half hours. Well, they say with ribs, you know, the fall off the bone, but isn't that too tender if it's falling off the bone? Well, not for not for me eating at the house. I want my bones or my ribs to be a little fall off the bone. Just, yeah. a, just a little bit. When it comes to competition, it's a completely different game. They want a little bit of a little bit of texture to them. Um, not so much like a pulled pork texture, but more of like something you have to have a little bite to it. So, well, I want to do it caveman style and actually hold the rib. I don't want it falling off there. Anyway, I do too, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for the question, and we're going to send you a bottle of Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce. It's a tomato-based sauce, a um, little bit of vinegar, some sweetness to it. It's excellent, and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Coming up, we are having a return guest. Very excited about it. Megan Day is going to be here from burnt finger barbecue so she's going to be coming up next right here on barbecue radio nation be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories skewers racks thermometers books and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Taking your kids to their first baseball game. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. 
Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway. Very excited to have a return guest. Dan, we don't do this very often. Well, well no, we don't. But uh, a guest as good as this, we definitely have to have her on They have again. to be special. Her name's <laughs> Megan Day. She's a pitmaster of Bird Finger Barbecue, home of the Bacon Explosion in Smoky, Kansas City. And the website is BurntFingerBBQ.com. That's so many credits, including being on the Food Network, Fox & Friends, CNN, Today Show, Cooking Network, and a local cable station in your area. So please welcome to the show, Megan Day. Hi, welcome back. How are you doing, Megan? I'm doing so great and pretty poetic. The last time I was on, you laughed about the fact that we can sell hot gloves on our website, you know, Burnt Finger. Right. And I was just packing an order with hot gloves in it. So pretty funny that (laughs) that's what I was doing this morning. (laughs) Well, I I have to tell a story, a repeat story, but, you know, Dan's always lamenting about, oh, I work so many hours at the store. I'm always there. And the two times lately I've gone to the store, is Dan there? No. No, 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 I just walk in. No. And I, <laughs> I, I, I'm never going to hear the end of this. I like how it Megan was two said times. that. I like how Megan said that. And I think he has his employees trained because when I walk in there, I go, hey, is Dan here? Both times they went, oh, he just left. Yeah. Like, like he was just there. He wasn't there. Yeah. As, as you're walking in, the door slamming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Megan. It's, it's the old, I know the owner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell them, I go, well, I'm on the radio with Dan. And they're like, yeah, well, oh, what yeah you, we've heard it. We've seen it. They're like, it's... what do you want to buy? What do you want to buy? <laughs> and we're not giving you a discount. So, uh, Megan, before we talk about, uh, we want to talk about bacon. One of my favorite topics. But before we do... All those TV appearances, how much fun is that when you, when you get to be on TV on, on, you know, the Food Channel and everybody? It, you know what? It's so much fun because you're with people that love to do what you're doing and so or are fascinated by what it is that you do. So being in that just happens to be a really fun visual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people want to see it and they want to hear it. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I feel pretty blessed. Now, when you get to do it, does somebody get to do your makeup for you? You know what? You would be shocked at pretty much everything that I do. You show up to set camera ready, which means oh. you do it on your own. Yeah, and you have it your, is pretty and, rare. And they don't have they don't have a costume for you. You have to wear your own clothes. <laughs> you know what's really interesting is, and I've discovered this over the years. A lot of times in those situations, you're not the talent. And I know that sounds crazy, but think about it: the judges are the talent. Oh wow. Right? You are the contestant or you are the expert, but you're not the big show. And so that's something that I really you figure it out when you see what they're eating and what you're eating and you see their makeup artist and then you have to do it yourself. But <laughs> that's okay. We're barbecue. You're over you know, there in, you're in the corner with your little brush putting something on your face, going, This is sad. <laughs> there's a there's a mirror leaning up in a corner. Here you go, Toots. Well so well, it's fine. Well, but well yeah, Megan Day it is, it's not all glamorous. Let me just say this. Megan Megan Day and I are Facebook friends. I've seen photos of her. 
Megan, you don't need makeup. So just so you know, <laughs> I do, but you don't. So let's let's talk about barbecue. Um, one of my favorite. Uh, there's uh, there's a place in the crossroads, a little coffee shop, and they've got a bacon breakfast sandwich that is just out of the world. And when you walk in, you just smell bacon. What is it? Why do we love bacon so much? It's so good. Well, it's savory and it's salty and it's satisfying. Bacon, you know, from the sound of it cooking to just the smell, it hangs in the air. It really does. Mm -hmm. And fat is flavor and it has a lot of fat. So (laughs) bacon is really, it's your friend. If you like bacon, you really, really like bacon. So Dave, before I actually got hooked up with you guys, um, years ago, Megan and Jason actually have a, a award-winning cookbook out called Bacon Makes Everything Better. Yeah. And man, I, I would love to see that thing come back into print because that was a, a fantastic book. And uh, well, thank you. It, yeah, it, it was so great. And, and it just, it was a great uh, eye catcher because people see it and they're like, oh, bacon does make everything better. <laughs> it does, so it does. I'll just go ahead and take one of those. Now, Megan, can you, can you purchase that online by chance? You can. Um, and that's now because, gosh, you know, can you believe that was 2009 that crazy? when that came out. Can you believe that? How many years ago? So it's in one of those. The reality is the publishing industry feels like things like that are seasonal, mm-hmm. right? And so it runs its course. It does its thing. And then that's kind of it, you know. And so it is now a relic. Like if you can find it on Amazon, you might get it for $2 or it may be 180 It just kind of depends on <laughs> demand of whether, right? Like if it's a used copy or if it's a new hardback in the wild. So yeah, it's really fun to, to, to get it. And, you know, we've always joked around about trying to buy back the rights for it and do something fun with it. But it's just, it's, it's one of those cookbooks you still can find. Um, but, you know, it went on to win a Gourmand World Cookbook Award for Best Barbecue Cookbook in the Very world. Nice. And yeah, Jason and I got to travel to Paris. And when you do something like that, you don't know if you've won. Just if you're in, in the top three, you get invited to the award ceremony. And we were really just, I guess, awestruck when he actually won and the and it was the best book in the in the world. And that, so he got to go up on stage and thank everybody. And it was it's been it was a good ride and it, it hung out there for a long time. That's very exciting. I got invited one time to go to North Central Kansas. So that's kind of yeah. the height of mm-hmm. my career. Uh, we're talking with Megan Day. Uh, we're talking barbecue here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Dan, you had a bacon thought. I've got a lot of bacon thoughts, Dave. <laughs> so, you know, the whole, uh, the whole bacon cookbook and, and in a lot of things that, that Megan and Jason really got started and came all about because of the bacon explosion. And I just, yeah. you know, if you don't know what the bacon explosion is, it's this, it's this great technique of taking bacon and, and weaving it into a, a like a, a little lattice and then putting sausage on it and it, it blew up. And so I just wanted to talk to Megan about where did, where'd you guys come up with the idea for that? Well, you know, this was early days, 2008. Twitter was just kind of a thing. Facebook was still really for college kids. Social media um, really wasn't what it is now. And someone had reached out and said, hey, how would you barbecue bacon? Because Jason and a couple buddies, you know, we had just done really well at the American Royal. It took fifth place. We took 38 out of 100 and some teens. So here we're getting some, some coverage just around that. And someone said, okay, you bacon, not you bacon, but you barbecue people. How would you barbecue bacon? So Jason ran to the store and bacon was on sale. 
And there's a, you know, everybody loves a chub of meat, a good fatty, where you just take a chub of sausage and throw it on the smoker and smoke it. And so that technique was out there and people knew how to, how to smoke off a, a chub of sausage. And he thought, well, what if I wrapped it in bacon? Well, he still had like a pound and a half of bacon left because he bought so much at the store. He was determined to get all that bacon in one recipe. So he fried some of it up and put a pound inside of it and, you know, stuffed it. And then he still had about a half a pound left. And oh so he gosh. thought, okay, if I wrap bacon one way, what if I go over, under, over, under, and it can go the other direction? I'll use twice as much bacon and wrap the whole thing in this. And so it became art project. It was a stunner. And it tasted good because that actually that bacon rendered through the sausage and then rendered out. So it wasn't a super greasy product at the end of it. It really did take the flavors and a lot of the grease kind of came out. And so it just was this umami bomb of beautiful flavors of sausage and bacon. And then the look of it on the outside, plus when you slice into it, it had this this beautiful swirl of crumbled cooked bacon on the inside. Hey, so hey Megan, it, I, I hate to interrupt you in this segment, yeah. but we're going to bring you right back. We're loving talking yeah. with ba- Megan Day here about bacon. And we'll be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host and our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. Today, we're talking with Megan Day, and Megan Day has just a long list of credentials, including first place chicken at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue, overall top 10 finishes at Memphis in May, and World Food Championships, along with being on all kinds of food networks. And we should mention, Megan, by the way, you have two children. Happy Mother's Day. Why, thank you very much. We're going to actually be talking in the next segment about raising your children barbecuing, but briefly, you, you we mentioned off the air, you, you got your kids barbecuing. Yeah, they're finally both at the same age where they can compete legally. They're ready to go. So we've, <laughs> we've they've done some fun little things here and there, but now they're ready to win those trophies. Now, it's the first <laughs> thing. Now, I'm not a parent, but the first thing I would buy my kid if I was doing it would be gloves so they don't burn themselves. 
Well, and I happen to sell gloves. Oh, I should mention the websites. <laughs> nice plug, Megan. Uh, BurntFingerBBQ.com. Now, I was doing some research on and having, and by the way, thank you for being a return guest. We love having you back. And this is an interesting thing. It's titled Smoke and Ribbons, and it's a documentary. Everybody pick up on that. I got it. A documentary. <laughs> I love it. Um, talk briefly about that, would you, Megan? Yeah. So, uh, gosh, again, it was a couple of years ago that we had a producer out of Florida reach out to us and said, I have a bunch of relatives that live in Kansas City and we always hear about the American Royal. I would love to do a passion project picking a couple of teams to follow through several years of competition at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. I'm looking for kind of a family professional team and a party team. And I heard you guys are kind of on that professional family. Team. <laughs> I was going to ask and which so one. <laughs> we, we fit the script, right? You know, and so sure enough, we got to know this film crew really, really well over a, a couple of different years. And they followed our successes through and ended up being three seasons um, and then edited all of the footage together and put out a documentary that is available if you, you know, free streaming on Amazon Prime called smoke and ribbons and it really is a good glimpse into what it's like to doing all the prep and getting everything together and then seeing you know sometimes you think you're gonna win you don't sometimes you think you're not going to and holy cow you you nail it so it's a really fun um you know just look at the the juxtaposition between that party team and watching them get some good success along the way as well. That, that sounds really interesting. Of course, Dan lives the life of doing competition, would see all the behind the scenes. I've heard, uh, Dan, and you can correct me too, and Megan, do, do sometimes they drink during these competitions? <laughs> Is that in excess? Yeah, in excess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's. I mean, really, that's probably how competition barbecue started. A bunch of people hanging out and they're drinking beers or whatever, and and decided, yeah. oh well, my ribs are better than your ribs, and and we're gonna here's five bucks on the table. Let's see who's better. I bet you, you that's know? exactly that's, how it. I happened. mean, why not? It makes sense, right? Right. Well, and if you take it that step further, I think the reason there's a sanctioning body now is because then they said, well, if we're gonna put money on the table. We got to make sure that the guy who's running the whole thing just doesn't let his neighbor win. <laughs> right. Brother there has to win. be rules. <laughs> there has to be rules here, right? right? And so here, and here we are today. <laughs> I, I've, I've told many times on the show that I got to judge a, a contest in Topeka many years ago. Best day of my life, tasting all that food. It was the best day of my life. And so, so Megan, let's let's talk a little bit about bacon again. Um, yeah. Your specialty. Let, let's kind of help out somebody who, well, all they do is do bacon and eggs. But but let's talk about what what can they do creatively with bacon, uh, and and you walk them through it because maybe they're not obviously an expert like you. Yeah, so bacon really you you got to think about. I think God created vegetables so we could wrap it in bacon, right? <laughs> you, you've got your bacon wrapped. I think what do they call it? The Texas Twinkies with you got peppers and something in between, and then you wrap the bacon around the pepper and the. And you've got buffalo turds that are very specifically going to be cream cheese stuffed um, jalapeno peppers with a seat belt of bacon wrapped around it. And then you've got Brussels sprouts with bacon. 
it really, anytime that you're wanting to add that salty flavor and add some fatness to maybe something that's lean and there's nothing leaner than a dang vegetable, you got to add that bacon to it. And it really does amp up the whole flavor and just, you know, gives it that yummy, I don't know, just that nice bite that goes with it. Cause you know, it's a game of texture as well. And well, so I don't know, Dan, well, how do you like to use bacon? Well, you know, uh, man, we've been experimenting a lot lately at the store with uh, some different rubs and that's where they're making bacon candy, which is basically yeah. you just lay it out on the tray, season it with a, a sweet rub and, and then you, you cook it off in the cooker and add a little more smoke to it. And you have these, you know, it, it's basically like sweetened bacon strips and we'll, yeah. I'll add them to burgers. I, I'll do, you know, chicken breast sandwiches with them. And it's, it's just a great little addition to make something really pop uh, and, and put it on a bun and, and call it good. And we're speaking with Megan Day, pitmaster of Burnt Fingers Barbecue. And you can check out her website, burntfingerbbq.com here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Now, Megan, I know with all the creative things that you have done with bacon, you actually integrate something that you wouldn't think to go with bacon, which is healthy vegetables. How, how do you do that? Yeah, actually, I think God created vegetables so we could wrap them in bacon. I really, I really do. They need a little something. So you hear about things like the Texas Twinkies, and you can Google all these things, and uh, atomic buffalo turds, basically pepper, <laughs> stuffing them, wrapping them with a seatbelt of bacon. Those are some great ways. Brussels sprouts, I don't think you should eat them without at least bacon or pancetta. That's just my own personal opinion. I have to agree. Dan, do you, do you do you do anything with bacon? Well, I mean, the number one thing that we do at the house with bacon is definitely the Brussels sprouts. And, you know, I, we've that's the only way that anybody in my house will eat them. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, I mean, everything that everything we put bacon on, it, it's very calculated because not everybody in my house is a bacon fan, believe it or not. And so I have to be very careful where I use it because uh, sometimes, it gets, it. sometimes it gets ix- an ixnade for now, sure. Now, hang on. Is, <laughs> is, is it your wife, Jackie, or one of the kids that's not a fan? Jackie. Yeah. Okay. I think, well, I think I'd burn her out on it. No no offense to Jackie, <laughs> but you can get rid of her. You can't get rid of the kids. But I mean. I, I think I'll keep her. Megan, isn't that a fi- uh, reason for a file for divorce is that they don't like bacon? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what. I have always said when I was pregnant with my kiddos. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl. I just don't want them to be vegetarian, right? They need to be able to eat meat. So as long as we got, as long as there's an appreciation for meat on occasion, even I'm in. We're, they're they're good kids. You know, I we live here in the Midwest, and a buddy of mine went to Kansas State University, and his daughter, That's my alma mater. Well, his daughter Go was ahead. going to KU, which is Kansas University, and I've never seen somebody so angry writing a tuition check in my entire life. <laughs> It runs deep. That purple runs deep. Uh, well, we're making, we got less than two minutes. We, we so much enjoyed talking with you again. Any quick tips you got for us on bacon before we let you go or anything else? Anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah, you know, I love a lot of people talk about candied bacon where they put sugars and cayenne pepper and, and do it almost on, on that really sweet side of bacon. I like to do that same concept, but I'll take breadcrumbs and put it with some zesty you know, spices or make it more Italian. And it creates this great crust on bacon that then I'll use on sandwiches, on a baked potato, anything. But it it takes that same principle and really just t- takes it to the next level, if you can believe it. You know, Megan, obviously, Dan is the barbecue expert and comes up with all these creative ways. But those are some thoughts, Dan, I've never thought about when it comes to bacon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and you know, it takes, I guess, being in the bacon world like Megan and Jason are just to 
you know, you, you run with it and see where it gets you because it's taken them a very long way. So here's the deal. If, if you like bacon with bacon on top of bacon and some bacon in between, check out Megan Day. She's a pit master of Burnt Finger Barbecue, home of the Bacon Explosion and Smoky, Kansas City. Um, and check out her website, BurntFingerBBQ.com. She has been all over Food Networks and Fox and & Friends and CNN and Today Show and everything else. Uh, Megan Day, thanks again for being on the show. Have a great rest of the day thank you guys great to hear hear from you thank you so much and we're gonna be right back we're talking about kids and barbecuing that's coming up on our next segment right here don't go anywhere on barbecue radio nation i didn't want to talk She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation, sponsored by Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com, Old Hickory Pit wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got these incredible commercial, and now they're doing residential smokers that even a guy like me can smoke barbecue and do it great with Old Hickory Pit Smokers. And we like to do our radio shout-out this week goes to KTTN 92.3 and KGOZ 101.3. FM out of Trenton, Missouri. Check them out at KTTN.com. That's KTTN.com. Thanks so much for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Trenton. Trenton, is it? Is, are you pronouncing that right? Oh, no. What <laughs> oh, no. What'd you say? Did you say no, no, Trenton? No, no. Did you say Trenton? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, for those of you who've been listening the last two weeks, um, the host, I don't know what his name is, Dave something, uh, he's been butchering some cities all over the country. I think I got Trenton, Missouri right. We went with an easy one this week. Well, when, when T-Bone interrupted me, I thought, oh my God, did I do it? Did I go Triton? <laughs> Triton, Missouri? No. Trenton, you, Missouri. You nailed that one. Thank you. you. It. Yeah, it's going to be the well only done, one. sir. Only one for the next 
next couple of months. That's KTTN.com. Time now for our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight. And this is one, Dan, I thought this was really interesting. It's Armor All Heavy Duty Grill Matt. It's 30 by 48. It's $39.99, which to me is a pretty good price. But that looks like something I think everybody could use. Well, you know, that's one of the big questions that I get when people come in and they purchase grills or they have an existing grill on their deck and they're like, is this thing safe to use on my deck? And I, you know, my answer is, you know, you have to use a little bit of discretion when using a charcoal grill on a deck. I mean, sure. and you know, it just obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, but you know, the, the grill mats are a great tool to have because it keeps your deck, um, free of grease. You know, it'll keep the ashes off of it. If, you know, if you happen to drop a coal onto the mat, You'll have plenty of time to get it off before <laughs> before your whole deck goes on fire. So, yeah, I highly recommend these if it, you're using a gas grill, pellet grill, charcoal grill. I would say put a put a grill mat underneath it if you're definitely definitely if you're cooking on a, on a deck. But especially if you want to keep your concrete nice and clean, you got to have one. So, I mean, forty bucks is a lot cheaper than buying cleaning yeah. supplies every single year to power wash your stuff. Absolutely. Off. And we've never had, as far as I know, all the products we have talked about on Barbecue Radio Nation, we've never had one that says easy cleanup with garden hose. Well, I mean, that that's the case for a lot of things, including you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fa- the fact of the matter is there's a sprinkler system in my front yard. I just run out there when right, it comes there, on. There you go. There's your so, weekly shower. But anyway, check it out. It's the Armor All Heavy Duty Grill Mat. It's 30 by 48. It's only $39.99, and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. May, of course, National Barbecue Month, as we like to call every month. But we were talking. I think this was kind of cool. Megan was talking about she's got two children. You got three daughters. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we've talked about memories, Dan and I, you and I, of of Hayward's Barbecue here in Kansas City. Our parents getting it. I have memories of my dad. The big treat every once in a while. I don't know how often he did. I don't remember. But T-Bone Steaks. Ironically, high T bone. <laughs> Yummy. And uh, T bone's really more of a porterhouse. But anyway, so we, uh, <laughs> so dad would do it. And, you know, the thing it is, he would never let me touch the golden spatula. I was, you know, I had to watch. But I, I honestly, as a kid watching dad grill steaks, I paid attention. I really did. So when I got to be an adult and I started grilling my own steaks, steaks I, I did pretty good. And then I started, and this is a weird thing, but this is how I took it to another level. There's this little radio show called Barbecue Radio Nation. I don't know if you guys have heard Never of it. Never heard of it. And some guy named Dan, but I started listening to him and now my steaks are at another level. I won't say past dad. I'll never pass dad. He's always going to be <laughs> the grandmaster of steak doing in the household. But um, but I, so growing up, barbecue was important. Grilling was important. You got three daughters. Talk about kids and having them start early barbecuing. Well, I mean, if you, if you really... If you really take a look at it, grilling and, and barbecuing over open flame is a very primitive thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, even and, and teaching people how to do that and teaching them how to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient in that way is super important. And that's why I, you know, I really I get a kick out of it when my kids really they want to come out and cook with me. I, I, I think it's a great learning. You know, it's, it's a great way to learn. It's a great way. It's a great tool to have in your in your back pocket. You know, being able to cook for yourself and and feed yourself 
and not only, and also feed your family. I think it's one of the most important things in the world. It, it's what brings me joy is actually seeing people eating the food that I've cooked. Now, do you have the little, um, oh gosh, what, what do you call them? You, you put them on to protect your clothes. We've been joking about it that I'm going to wear them in my car. Your aprons? The, the apron. Of course. Do you have, do you have little small, the barbecue, uh, uh, the Kansas City BBQ store.com aprons in no, their size? For no, them? I, I don't have barbecue store ones, but when my girls were very young and they first started cooking, I had some uh, some custom aprons done for them because they had their own little barbecue team, and it was called Bell and Grace's BBQ. <laughs> and so they have these pink little aprons that they would wear to the barbecue contest, and they would they would do their hamburgers or steaks or whatever it was they were cooking for the kids' queue. And uh, yeah, it was just you know when you have when you have three just the cutest little girls in the world, you want to dress them up and do all that stuff and. It most certainly carries over into barbecue too. Okay, I'm not giving it back my man card, but that's adorable. Okay, it is adorable. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know a way to, another way to put it, but that is adorable. Yeah. Now, when when at the store, do you have parents coming in and they have their kids with them, and you kind of see interaction talking about the different barbecue products in so your store? Saturday mornings is one of my favorite favorite days of the week to be at the store in the morning because it's always a dad. And is you know, one or two or three or however many kids he has. And they, they come in and they're like, dad, are you cooking ribs today? You know, you can just kind of hear them over the, the rest of the people in the store. And, and it's just kids love, I mean, they, they love barbecue. Yeah, It's the one time where, you know, besides their birthday where they can get their hands dirty and get into a slab of ribs or, or, you know, eat with their hands and just make a mess. And of course, you know, there's a million different barbecue sauces that are great for kids that are sweet and, you know, and mm-hmm. something a little bit different. And, and yeah, it's just, it's really, really fun to see kids response to really good barbecue or, you know, even, even the look on their face when their dad makes, you know, makes them the best slab of ribs that they've ever cooked. And, you know, all of a sudden he's the the hero, just like you are with your dad, you know, right. you said nobody will ever get a steak that good, no. you know, and that's just, that's it. I mean, it it's a, it's a very family oriented thing, but it's also just one of the most fun things in the world is to introduce a, a small kid to, to barbecue. You know, one of my hopes with our little show here is that a, a parent and a child or, and you, or as you mentioned, children, that maybe they're in the car and they're heading to the grocery store or maybe a butcher shop or a barbecue store or wherever they're doing on a Saturday or Sunday, whenever they're listening and I hope that they're all listening to us talk about barbecue and that hopefully the kids will ask their one of their parents who's ever or both in the car. Well, OK, so so what 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 is a rub? How do you know? I, I'm hoping they're asking those kind of questions and, and we're raising it. Hopefully with our little show, we're helping to raise another generation of barbecuers. I hope so, because barbecue is not going anywhere. And we, no, we no. certainly, uh, you know, we certainly could use the uh, the help, you know, just to keep keep the tradition going. Well, you know, there's an old joke that, you know, neighbors don't come over when you're microwaving. But you don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. <laughs> but if you're outside and you're barbecuing, and it's a definitely a, a family and friends event, but it starts with the family, and it starts with you know wh- wh- whatever you're good at, and then and then taking chances. I know with you doing being a c- competition barbecuer, your poor family had to go through a lot of not the best things <laughs> to, to get to the good things. I cooked chicken f- for months on end with you know with very little success, and then. <laughs> And we finally got, we finally got a technique that we were comfortable with. And, and all of a sudden it was like, Hey, why don't you try this chicken? I, I, I tried a new sauce and they're like, nah, we're good. 
they know it's good. <laughs> so so you were in a, what they would say in baseball, a batting slump when it came to the chicken. Oh, big time. Big time, big time slump. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just I just love the fact that hopefully we're doing our little part here. Um and, and you being a, a dad with three daughters, I think that's just, again, I'll use the word adorable. And in the first segment, you were talking about uh, them selling, what was it, pulled pork on the on the corner, like 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 a <laughs> yeah. lemonade stand? Right, basically, yeah. It was like a, a pulled pork stand out in the driveway. I'm sure anybody who saw that went, yep, the dad's a barbecuer. I know that's <laughs> right. a good, that's a fact. Hey, we want to again thank Megan Day for being on the show today. Uh, she's a pit master of Burnt Finger Barbecue. We are talking lots about bacon. And you can check her out at burntfingerbbq.com. She's been on television and all over the place and of course talking to Dan about raising another generation of barbecuers. We're very excited about that. And our uh, barbecue sauce of the month sponsored by our May barbecue sauce which is Tim and Todd's barbecue sauce. It's only uh, excellent barbecue sauce I should say and it's only $5.99 named best barbecue sauce on the planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation for executive producer T-Bone and Dan Hathaway and myself. Thank you for listening and happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.